Welcome to Starting Points, a podcast from Faith on Hill Church. Starting Points is designed to be a starting point to your study of the Word of God or a restarting point to your study of the Word of God. My name is Adam. I'm the pastor of Faith on Hill Church. Each week we study, look at a book or a major section of the Bible. We want to look at what the book is about what it deals with, what are maybe the landmines or controversial issues, what are the human stories, and where do we see Jesus in the book? Today we're going to look at the book of Deuteronomy. It was attributed to Moses, as are all the first five books of the Bible. Now, I personally think Moses did write some of it, but most likely most of it was written uh, by Levitical scribes, the, the priests, uh, after the death of Moses, kind of under the supervision of Joshua. Deuteronomy in Hebrew is called Elehav Davarim. I hope I pronounced that right. It means these are the words, which is a sort of a phrase to say, hey, these are the writings, this is the history. In Greek, it was called the Deuteronomia. Uh, in the Septuagint version, which is the Greek translation that was uh, common in Jesus' day. And that's where we get the name Deuteronomy from. Uh, the, the, the first four chapters review the journey that the people have been on from slavery into freedom, from captivity into the promised land. The first, and then chapters 5 through 26 restate the law. The best way to think of it is this. The book of Numbers was written at the beginning of the journey to the promised land. The book of Numbers and the book of Exodus were written at the start when the people were freed from captivity and they went to the mountain of Sinai and God gave them the Ten Commandments and gave them the law and gave them the covenant and the people agreed to it and God said, if I will be your God, you will be my people. If you follow my laws, then I will protect you and I will prosper you. And the people said, we will do that. Then they didn't. And so we have the issue of uh, the law not being followed. There was a rebellion against God, the failure at Kadesh. The people disobeyed God, and so for 40 years they wandered in the wilderness. Now a new generation is ready to enter the promised land, and so everything needs to be reviewed. Hey, this is where we have been. This is the law that God gave us. That's chapter 5 through 26. Chapter 27 through 30 is what's called the blessings and the curses, which is just a restating of the old covenant. I will bless you if you do this. If you do this other thing, I will curse you. It's basically like, hey, if you don't murder people, that's good. If you do murder people, that's bad. And then the last few chapters, 31 through 34, is what's called the Requiem from Moses. It's sort of a, a final lament for their leader who died before entering the promised land because of his own sin. Uh, one way of dividing the book is... Uh, Hebrew division, I think it's very good, and it follows this kind of generally accepted pattern. There's the first oration, chapter 1 through chapter 4. There's the second oration. So basically the idea is there were these big talks. People would get together. Here's the first talk. Okay, they go home. The next day they'd get together. Second oration, chapter 4 through 26. Third oration, chapter 27, 28. Fourth oration, 29 and 30. The fifth oration is in chapter 31. The sixth oration, the Song of Moses, is chapter 32, and then the seventh and eighth are chapter 33 and 34. Now, the book of Leviticus had a lot of landmines, a lot. The book of Numbers had 
a good deal of landmines. And since there's a restating of the journey and a restating of the law, it's going to have all the same landmines. Slavery, dietary laws, moral codes, etc. Plus there are concepts like greater Israel, which to this day is a controversial issue uh, when dealing with the Israel and Palestine question. These are landmines to be dealt with. But the book clears up things. And, and it doesn't so much clears them up as it restates and reaffirms. In some ways, it's the clearest and the most concise presentation of the old covenant law of Israel. And at the same, you know, so in one way, it's like you just need to read this. It's very clear. It's very concise. It's very, it's very easy to understand. And at the same time, reading the first four books that come before it uh, is actually needed for fully understanding this book. And I, I think there's truth to that. I think in the sense that you can read Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John and not read any of the Old Testament and you'll know everything you need to know for salvation and life and godliness. You could read the book of Acts and not need to read the Gospels and you'll get enough to be saved. But you are benefited by understanding what comes before. The, the more I study the Old Testament, the better I understand the New Testament. The more I study the New Testament, the better I understand the Old Testament. The more I study the Gospels, the better I understand the Epistles. The more I read the Epistles, the better I understand the book of Acts. So on and so on and so on. The more that I study the God's Word, the more the fullness of God's Word becomes clear to me. Now, where's Jesus seen? In all the same ways he's been seen in the previous five books, the first four books. But I'll say this is the clearest thing. Moses died. Think about this. You're about to enter the promised land. You're about to go on this great adventure to take the land God has given you. And your leader dies. He's gone. People just say, oh, we've got to have this person be elected. But you know what? If they're the president for eight years, they're gone. There, there's, there's, there's only so much time. You know, oh my goodness, you know, I, I, I saw somebody weeping, literally, after a presidential candidate had lost. And I thought, well, they were always going to not be the president at some point. It doesn't matter. There were people who wept when Barack Obama was done and Trump came into office. And there were people who wept when Trump was voted out of office. And, and, and it's like four to eight years, it was always going to happen. Leaders fail. Jesus does not. Moses was the greatest leader that Israel ever had. And he died because human beings can't live forever. Jesus defeated death. And if you want to understand where Jesus is seen in the, the old law and the covenants, it's, it's this, that we need salvation. And we can't keep the law. But Jesus was able to keep every aspect and every rule of the law. But not only that, Moses died. King David died. The Apostle Paul died. Any great Christian leader eventually fades away. Jesus is eternal and is always with us, leading his church. I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Starting Points. I hope that this podcast encourages you, points you towards studying the Word of God. The Bible says that uh, in the Word is life. Where else can we go? Only Jesus has the words of eternal life. And so I hope that you find life and refreshment as you study God's word with us. 
We study God's Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. We're currently studying the Gospel of Matthew. We study God's Word throughout the week. Our 20-minute Bible study podcast is currently studying 1 Samuel. That releases on Thursdays. You can find all of our podcasts and online content online our website, faithonhill.com, our social media, at Faith on Hill, or on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. My name's Adam. I'm the pastor at Faith on Hill Church. I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Starting Points.